Real Radio, True Variety, 95.1, The One. Jessica Paxton here, host of All Wheel Drive, weekdays 3 until 7 p.m. on 95 The One, featuring an eclectic mix of great music, live in-studio performances, and keeping you posted about cool gigs around town. Don't miss All Wheel Drive on 95.1 The One.
In the wide and deep history of rock and roll, there are very few stories as inspiring as Anna Mae Bullock's. She came up out of poverty in Brownsville, Tennessee to join one of the most popular bands in St. Louis, Ike Turner and the Kings of Rhythm. The band's namesake was so taken with his vibrant young singer that he married her, changed her name, and introduced her to the world as Tina Turner. Her voice, unlike anything heard before or since, and Ike's showbiz savvy propelled the duo off the Chitlin circuit and on to first the R&B charts and then the top 40. With hits like Fool in Love, Think It's Gonna Work Out Fine, and their classic cover of CCR's Proud Mary, Tina was a bona fide rock star, becoming both the first African-American and the first woman on the cover of Rolling Stone magazine. But the story was not a happy one. Ike was an abusive, controlling husband with abandonment and jealousy issues, and he took that out on Tina with his fists. She lived a tortured existence, as much a prisoner as a rock star, until the day in 1976 when she bolted from a Dallas hotel room with nothing but the shirt on her back. In divorcing Ike, she lost everything, her money, her family, even her job. Ike took everything from her except for her name. It was a slow, arduous process to rebuild her career from scratch, but that's exactly what she did. Starting out in small clubs and hotel bars, Tina Turner remade herself from R&B singer good enough to open for the Rolling Stones to the queen of rock and roll. As a solo artist, free from the shackles of her controlling ex-husband, Tina Turner blossomed. She sold more than 100 million records and toured the world as one of rock's most popular stars. With Ike, she was an important cog in a popular R&B machine. Without him she became a superstar. Earlier this year, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame announced its 2021 list of finalists, and Tina Turner's name is on the list. Yes, she is already in the Hall of Fame with Ike, but the things she has done since leaving him behind demand that she be put in the hall based on her own accomplishments. And next week, HBO will premiere a documentary that will showcase her career. Having already retired from the stage in 2009, she will reportedly use this film to say goodbye to public life. So tonight... As the finale of her career builds to one more whirling, shimmying, hair-flipping crescendo, we pay tribute to a true rock and roll original, a self-made star who literally bled for everything she has, and at the end stands as one of the most beloved and triumphant singers we have ever seen. Tonight, we celebrate Tina Turner. My name is Rich Larson. This is The Weekly List. Good evening, everybody. You're listening to AM 1080 and FM 95.1 KYMN Radio in beautiful downtown Northfield, Minnesota. Thank you for joining us once again for another edition of The Weekly List. And I, of course, am joined once again by my lovely co-host, Dude, Daniel that was G- like so syrupy. I mean, here's the thing, and you know, we, we screwed up. Oh, we, 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 we screwed up at the did. Rock and Roll Hall we of Fame thing. We screwed up. Uh, this, that's I, what this show is about, is rectifying is, a huge this mistake. This is an apology. you know. Yeah. And Tina yeah, Turner, yeah, yeah. we should have both picked Tina Turner. We, and we should have played like... She should have been at the top of yeah, our list. She should have been. She us. was not, so we failed. But I got to say, man, 
That was a little syrupy. You, you threw you, it on you, just you think, a, you think I, just a oh, just a wee bit. You think I laid it on a little thick? Just a yeah, little. Maybe, but, you know, maybe I, I did. Mean, maybe I did. Maybe I did. You're not incorrect. I, you know, I don't think the words were wrong. Maybe I got a little. I think your voice kind of went a little. I think I. I think Tina, I, I, I'm so sorry. Yeah, but a, but yeah, you know, and I think you're right about that. She's but she's a rock. She's an icon. icon. Yeah. I mean, and she is so solid. I mean, really, you know, she's 81. She could still do all this kind of stuff. She Absolutely, could, she I could. I mean, she is the definition, the definition of rock and roll bad ass. Oh, in, oh my God. This, that, that woman is tough as nails. Man. Yeah. Oh my, and I mean, determined. Good Lord. I mean, when she talent escaped. For ye- not for days. Talent for, for years. Yes. When she, I mean, just think about the thing um, in her history. When she left Ike. She had what thirty seven cents and a golf credit card yeah, in something her pocket like that. when yeah. she went across yeah. the street to a yeah. hotel. Yeah, it was it was change and a gas card. Yeah, it was yeah. nothing, absolutely nothing, and everything that made her the incredible solo star that she is, Tina F. N. Turner, really. Yeah. Um, she did that all on her own. She did it by herself. Exactly. Yeah. She, I mean, she obviously she had you know at some point you've got a point to you got to have people that believe the, in the, you. The good but, management team and and good songwriters to work with and all that. But, but, but Tina, had, Tina's all. I'm, we're just we're just all about Tina. Yeah. Tonight. Raw so, determination. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah. So what was, we what, we we screwed up? Yeah. Uh, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame show. We actually started to talk about Tina, mm-hmm. and, and then totally forgot about it. But I'm I, I'm I'm super glad that we have this opportunity yeah. to do this show tonight. And frankly, it's a, it's a little bit coincidental that next week HBO is doing this uh, this documentary about her. So we planned it. Yeah, we did. <laughs> we, we did. did. Yeah. And wink, we, wink. We, as she leaves public life, like she's she's, she's oh she's, I know she's, she's done. She's I mean, like she's saying that she's leaving public life. If the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame it puts her in, will she go to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? Will she? I would think so. That's I would think gonna, so. I would think but so. But she has. She's. I don't know if you know this, because uh, I didn't know this until like yesterday. She's had some really the last ten years some really oh, yeah. serious health issues. She yeah. had. She's had a couple of strokes. Yep. She had cancer, mm-hmm. and now she's got. She's dealing with a kidney thing. Yeah, in fact, not no no. She, she she had a kidney transplant that her husband her husband had yeah. to give her a kidney. So yeah. I mean she certainly enjoys or it, it deserves whatever yep. life you know enjoyment that life can give her. I mean she's 81. She's given everything she has. to to she fans has. and so she has. and so tonight is really going to be a tribute and so tonight, you know, it was funny we were talking about this. The first song that you heard tonight was Let's Stay Together. Right. And that's originally recorded by Al Green, right. the Reverend Al Green. Right, the right Reverend Al Green. Yeah, and yeah. so, I mean, it's it's one of those things where if somebody's going to cover Al Green, you Dude, better be Al Green. No, nobody. Except. <laughs> well, see, exactly. Exactly. Like, you're, 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 you're going to come to me. You know who else can actually sing this song is is president barack obama but that's a whole different conversation yeah but like you're gonna come to me and say yeah i think i'm gonna cover i'm gonna cover let's stay together i'm like dude sit down you're (laughs) not al green oh you're tina turner Turner. that's fine okay yeah (laughs) all right but that was that song that was the first like uh, solo recording. Sh- it wasn't the first solo recording because she had made solo albums before. Even she well, left Ike, but, singles here and there. Yeah. yeah. Um, but that was like her the the very very beginning of the. She doesn't call it call it a comeback. 
It's a renaissance. Because, well, it is. It's exactly what it is. Because she said that it can't be a comeback because Tina never arrived in the first place. But, Ooh. yeah. And, and I mean, there's... I'm all over the place on this because <laughs> there's so many different things I want to talk about. One of the things I, I, we need to say up front, this show is 100% Ike Turner free. Yes. There is, I mean, we were going to say his name very disrespectfully throughout the show, <laughs> but there's not, there's not a note played by Ike Turner. There is not a note written by Ike Turner on this show. Nothing. There is one song that was recorded before she left Ike, mm-hmm. and there's another song that was a big hit while she was with Ike, but Ike had nothing to do with either one of the other. Right, you songs. took a live version. Exactly, then, yeah. exactly. And, and the thing about it, it, it's interesting, as I've been really ruminating about this over the past week, That, and this is really where we kind of screwed up, um, that Tina Turner got into the Hall of Fame mm-hmm. with him. Yep. Carol King got into the Hall of Fame as a songwriter Goffin. with yeah. Jerry Goffin. And we really had an opportunity that isn't the month of March the international uh, month of women? It's it's Women's w- History w- Month. Women's History Month. And, and last week, two weeks ago, was the International uh, yeah. Women's Day. Women's and Day. so, wow. Yeah, uh, we screwed up. We screwed up. We screwed up. up. Um, I, on, on behalf of, well, I'm not going to apologize for all men because... No, most, I yeah. consider myself a feminist. I should have known better. I am a feminist. Yeah. I should have known better. I apologize to all the women out yeah. there. Yeah. But so anyhow, we really should have highlighted Carol King and we should have highlighted Tina Turner. Um, so we're doing that now. Tonight exactly. we're, yeah, we're doing the Tina Turner right. show. Now right. the, the universe can go about spinning on its axis as normal, yeah. hopefully. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, but yeah, I love that version of Let's Stay Together. Um right. The, the song that really, really kind of launched her, right. the second act of Tina Turner, came out in 1984 on an album called uh, Private Dancer. Yep. And I remember hearing this song on the radio for the first time. And then the song, of course, we're talking about is What's Love Got to Do With It? Mm-hmm. And you want to talk about a song with some swagger, yeah. with some real... I think the word would be chutzpah. <laughs> you know, I <laughs> gravitas. Mean, yeah, yeah, gravitas. It just um, it's it's so strong. The vocals are so strong, and then the the instrumentation mm-hmm. is rock solid. Mm-hmm. And I mean, there's no two ways around it. Whoever is singing this song and in this version, if you're listening to the radio at all, you know you don't mess with this person. You don't nope. cross this person, nope. and you don't deny what she, whatever it is that she wants to say. Right. You just go and say, "Yes, ma'am." Right. Yes, ma'am. What what can I get for you? <laughs> you know what 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 I what I remember about this song when it was a single was um, summer of '84 was all about Prince. Right? Yeah, it was. Right? That's right. Um, but, and Springsteen. And Springsteen. Well, yeah, but in Minneapolis, it was all. I mean, yeah, you, it, was, it was all about Prince. Um, except that this song was the summer of 84 was just, it was ubiquitous. Yeah. Right. And not even as much, well, it was certainly on the radio quite a bit, but like, you know, this was the, 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 the peak of MTV showing mm-hmm. music videos. And I swear to God, they had what's love got to do with it on the heaviest rotation I've ever seen. It was like every 15 oh, minutes. Yeah. This was, this was before Michael Jackson's thriller. I think it was no, no. Well, anyway, no, it doesn't yeah. matter. doesn't matter. This thing was on every 15 minutes. Yeah. And um, so then, you know, a, a, a single has a shelf life, right? And it starts to taper off. This one didn't. Well, no, but it did. After a while, it did. And I started to realize um, somewhere towards the end of its life, um, 
that I really liked that song because I had heard it so much. I was taking it for granted. And it was like, no, 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 bring, bring that song back. So then I had to run out and well, buy the and, album. And I always, and this, the song is not technically an R&B. It's not an R&B it, song. It's not an R&B song. Um, but I, it, it's got little elements of R&B groove to it. Well, all of Tina's music. Well, See, yeah, but, but I mean, and that's the thing. I, I really love R&B and I love mm-hmm. funk and all that kind of stuff. And so there's a lot of pieces that get there, but it, you know, it, it, pieces in this song that really kind of trip my trigger. But that voice, that kind of growl mm. that she that she develops on that yep. on this track, yep. it's like oh yeah, it's great. So let's stop talking about it. Just play yeah, let's song. just play it from 1984 off the Private Dancer album. This is Tina Turner with "What's Love Got to Do with It." A 95.1 KYMN, the one.
from 1987. That was Tina Turner with uh, two people off the Break Every Rule album. Danny, that was uh, that was the song you wanted to play. Yeah, I love that song. Yeah. I absolutely love it. There's this, you know, of course she's a great rock and roll belter, mm-hmm. but this one it's a little bit more of a nuanced vocal. Right. It's, it's kind of got a some beautiful, warm richness. You mm-hmm. hear the richness of mm-hmm. her tone on this, and I remember. I think that that song came out a little bit before, a little bit before the album. If I'm remembering, I, I worked at a radio station that was adult contemporary. And it was all automated yeah. and stuff like that because that's what you know, did. And my, my job there, I did AM um, and then, which was AM country. Can you imagine that? Uh, <laughs> don't laugh. Don't laugh. I played a lot of Tammy I love Faber. AM country stations. I love them, actually. <laughs> so that's what I did. And this is like 87, I think. And I would fill in the late nights. And I remember whenever that song would come. And I was fortunate because midnight, between midnight and four was Larry King. And I just had to update on the hour and stuff. Um, Salute, by the way, the late Greg, the late Larry King. King. Yeah. But I remember when that song would go on, I'd go run into the room where all the tape tracks were and stuff, and I'd lie on my back and close my <laughs> eyes and listen to <laughs> Tina Turner sing that song, and I was like, oh, wow. So that song came out in 87? Yeah. That, that, the way that, that, that song is, that group, how many glasses of white Zinfandel do you think were consumed <laughs> listening to two people? Boy, there's probably a lot. Um, a lot of Ernest and Julio Gallo. A yeah. lot. Um, and, you know, now that I sit there and think about it, all right, maybe yeah. God bless KBRF Radio in Fergus Falls. <laughs> I was part of that. So, um, okay, so next up, one of, the, um, one of the things that sets Tina Turner apart from most other great like i put her on 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 the same level as um another egregious uh omission from the rock and roll hall of fame joe cocker oh yeah right okay. yeah i know where you're going now okay she is an amazing interpreter yeah of um popular songs like and and you know, i will go right back to i mean starting with proud mary man mm-hmm. i mean the, the, they now a lot of that was ike's arrangement but tina she, I mean, the way she sings that the the second half of that song. Here, here's the thing: you know that I love Creedence Clearwater. I do. Revival. You know, yeah. you know that. Yeah. However, the version of Proud Mary that I think of first, I don't think of CCR. I think of Tina yeah. Turner. You know, it's funny. Her voice that. on that. I, this is a total aside, and I've told this story on the uh, on the air one other time. Uh, for years and years after CCR broke up, John Fogarty refused to play CCR mm-hmm. songs. Have you ever heard this story? I think I have. Yeah. And. Um, uh, he was at Fogarty was at a uh, a, a Les Paul like uh, it's like his birthday uh, party or something, and it was in some club in L.A. And so like there's all of these rock stars there, and they're all like, you know, they're all getting up and playing and whatever. And Fogarty gets up, and he plays a couple of his, you know, he's like you know center field or whatever it is, and and he sits back down and, and he looks over and there's Bob Dylan st- sitting next to him and staring at him. Oh wow! And he's like. Hi, Bob. And Dylan just says to him, you know, if you don't start playing those songs, people are going to remember Proud Mary as an Ike and Tina Turner song. And he like bum rushed the stage and ran on well, the stage and played a couple of CCR Mr. Songs. Zimmerman was right because well, I am case in point on that. Yeah, exactly. Well, Mr. Zimmerman, look, Mr. Zimmerman is right about all things. He's right about a lot of He's things. He's right about all things. <sighs> all things. Bobby Z. 
Has anybody seen my love? I don't know. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Sorry, that was a little... I just love that. <laughs> um, yeah, so... Bob Dylan, she, Infidels, she, look into it. It's a great album. It, anyway. Yeah, it, I actually do like Infidels yeah, quite a bit. Yeah. Anyway. Um, so, yeah, she's a, great te- she's a great interpreter. And this song was one of the ones that I picked. And it was originally done by John Waite. A big, big hit by John Waite. And the song is Missing You. Yeah. Um, the way that she just hits the notes and kind of owns the melody. Mm-hmm. And she mm-hmm. she kind of makes it her own. I don't think that it erases John Waits. No, no, it doesn't. But it adds a different dimension see, to the composition, and, and see, that's a great interpreter who can do that. This is one of the things that, that I makes her so amazing. She's fearless, man. She'll she'll sing anything. She's she has she has sung "Get Back" for forty oh, years. Yeah. You know, I mean, she will she'll take on anybody. You want to touch the Beatles? Holy cow! Exactly, yeah. exactly. Well, and that's the thing. I mean, "Missing You" was a monster, monster hit it from was a John Waite. Huge Wade. hit, and it was important for John Waite to reestablish himself after he'd left the Babies because yep. the Babies broke up. Yep. Jonathan Cain, the Babies keyboard player, went on to um, Journey, of course, yes. with yep. Escape. Co-wrote uh, "Don't Stop Believing." Don't st- yeah, exactly. And then you've got the other members. I think some some members of the Babies f- formed with uh, Neil Sean and Jonathan came. They formed Bad English, Bad English but that's right. that's irrelevant. That's, yeah, that's yeah, irrelevant. That's totally. That's um, I'm getting way <laughs> off track. But "Missing You" was a very very important song, and it's always been identified with John Waite. And for Tina Turner to knowingly take a top ten, maybe a top five song, and do her own take on it, and do a version that really became her own. And this was within this was within 10 years of oh, that, yeah. that song having been a hit yeah. before. So like it's not a song that like, you know, she took off the uh, the shelf and and like dusted off. I mean, it, it was not was, a forgotten song. It wasn't exactly it. top of mind, but people knew that song. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, here we go. From what album what year? I don't even know. Uh, I will let you know at the after the break, Richard. This is Tina Turner with Missing You, ninety five point one KYMN, the Oopsie. Tina Turner, the one. Every time I think of you, I always catch my breath. Still standing here, and you're miles away, and I'm wondering why you left. And there's a storm that's raging through my frozen heart tonight. I hear your name in certain circles, and it always makes me smile. I spend my time.
Every time I think of you I always catch my breath
From her 1984 private dancer album, that was Tina Turner with Better Be Good To Me. Before that, we heard her cover of Missing You from 1996's Wildest Dreams album. Another marvelous cover that she has got uh, originally done by John Waite in 1984 85. Oh, okay. So 1990, from the 1996 album Wildest Dreams, that was Correct. Tina Turner with Missing You. And then we, of course, we heard... Um, Better be good to me. Yep. By Tina Turner. We had a little. Uh, we, we had, had a. We, we had, had a little dust up about this. Uh, yeah. Last was it last night or the night before? It was last night. Okay. Here's the thing. I I really do like the song um, "Typical Male," which was the lead off single off of "Break Every Rule." Okay. You hated it because you thought it was incredibly dated. Did you call it like a Debbie Gibson knockoff? It sounds like or Paula something? Abdul. Paula Abdul. That's something it. Off of Paula Abdul's first album. You know it. I liked it because it's very exuberant and peppy. And then you went, I'm cutting it. I'm putting on Better Be Good to Me. And I went, oh, man, terrible song. And, and then, okay, give me the argument that you gave me. And I, I have to capitulate on this and go, Rich is now scratching his face with his middle finger. So I get the point of what he's trying to say. So you go that ahead. Was you, my, that was what, my what, index was finger. Was it your index finger? I was well, scratching th- my beard. That's, that's all I was doing, man. That's a surprise from last night's conversation. <laughs> <laughs> it, it got a little It got, it a, got, little, a, little, it got a little hairy for a moment. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's funny. <laughs> We're brothers, folks. Yeah, we are. Anyway, um, okay, so here's the thing. Uh, first of all, it is it is like my favorite Tina Turner uh, uh, solo song. It really is. I just, I love that song. Um, but when you consider where Tina Turner came from, mm-hmm. and this was um, an abused woman, and how very, very few people actually ever really escape from that. Yeah. And she did. And she, <laughs> she did spectacularly. And to less than 10 years later, like be able to make the statement, you know what? If you're going to be with me, you better be good to me. Yeah. It's pretty, I mean, it's That's powerful. It's powerful, man. And, and here's the thing. I mean, I fully agree with you now. I do. Like I said, I, I was wrong in being opposed to this yesterday. And I told you that yesterday too. Mm-hmm, you did. And, and the thing about it, Rich, you and I have had this conversation for 33 years, and we never talked about this song until last night. Mm, that's true. Um, and so, hey, when I'm wrong, I'm wrong. Because I'm listening to it and going, yeah, you said my song is dated. This sounds really, it, it is a little dated. It's yeah. dated. I mean, some I, of the I, bits and pieces. That. It, is, it is a little bit dated. Yeah, but at the same time. Like the, 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 the whatever the hell that is. Like the, the anvil. The, 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 the steam thing at the that beginning was a little, of it. Yeah, it, it's, you know, it's could, a little 1984. Yeah. It is. But, but at the same time. It had been a long time since I had heard that song, mm-hmm. and you mentioned it, and so I, I was listening to it last night. I listened to it a couple times, and I went, yeah, you know, the context of this woman's life mm-hmm. and what she overcame, and sadly, what so many women out there right now, all across the world, are having to deal with, yep. um, especially when I think about, you know, this month, right, International Women's History Month. Yeah. You know, so when you start thinking about it in context... Yeah, if if we didn't play this song, yeah, we're making another mistake. Yeah, exactly. And you're exactly. absolutely right; has to be done. And had that, to be played. That was on the Private Dancer album. It was the follow up single, actually, yeah. to uh, to What's Love Got to Do with It. So, so, see, all of a sudden, within like 36 hours, you took me from going, ah, it's kind of a mediocre song, and now it's probably one of my favorite Tina Turner songs. I love it. I love so, it. So, this you, is one of the rare times where I've actually said, "You're absolutely right. You own that argument." 
I enjoy like, it. It's I, on tape now. Enjoy I, it. I like the way this feels. <laughs> Don't get used to it, Larson, because, uh, <laughs> you know, run to the hills with this one. Oh. Yes, I brought an Iron oh. Maiden reference. Oh. If I had my phone you know, next to me, I would have played something. I, I, I was thinking about was this. was so close. Driving into work this morning at 5 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> not even. At, like It was like 4.40 this morning, right? I was thinking about this show and the things we're going to have to talk about and something I've got to talk about with another song coming up. And there's another Iron Maiden reference. And I'm like, oh, God, I have, I have to. <laughs> I love it. You torture me, Moyer. Okay. <laughs> Let's, though. Okay. While my soul is both exuberant from better be good to me and tortured by you. <laughs> Let's find a happy medium. Okay. Let's find yeah, some balance. Let's we'll find the thing that we agree on. Another thing that we agree on. Imminent brewing. Yes. Okay. Okay. Subject near and dear my heart. Subject near and dear to your heart. Uh, as always, we want to thank Imminent Brewing for sponsoring the weekly list and thank Laura and Derek Myers for continuing to make this show possible. So, uh, Governor Walls has, has rolled back a bunch of those restrictions that have been in place for a year. It's been a year. It has been a year. It's been a year. Mar- March 13th was when he made that shelter-in-place yeah. order, and today is March 17th. Happy St. Patrick's Day, by the way. Yes, exactly. Well, here's the thing. Well, you Scot- you're a Scotsman, so you don't care about St. Patrick's no, Day. No, I do. My Irish brethren and sisters. St. <laughs> St. Patrick drove all the snakes out of Ireland and drove them right into Scotland. No, we have no snakes. Oh, you have no snakes either. We have no well, you sense. have St. Patrick, to, St. Patrick to think for that. Exactly. Thank for that. Drove yes. him into the sea, the fourth of Firth. Anyway, this is we shouldn't call it the weekly list. We should call it the weekly tangent. <laughs> That's right. Okay, back to the commercial. <laughs> this is what's paying for the bills. Uh, Governor Walls has rolled back a bunch of those restrictions, and uh, people are suddenly getting vaccinated all over the place. And 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 despite that little last like death rattle of winter that we had on Monday. Spring is in the air, man, and and days are getting longer. They're going to get warmer, and we all want to be outside just a little bit more. You know, I just want to go for, <laughs> go, for, go for a walk around the lake or whatever. Yeah. I mean, just want to have a that, yeah. All right, so you know what? Patio at Imminent Brewing is now open. Awesome. I said it, man. The patio at Imminent Brewing I'm is now open. I'm actually surprised. Open. And I, I, I'm so happy to be saying this on St. Patrick's Day, I can't yeah. tell you. If you can't find, uh, where am I going here? Why the patio? Oh, okay. Patio at Imminent Brewing is now open, and if you can't find a seat on the patio, there are a few seats available in the tap room as well. Wow! Hallelujah, my brothers and sisters. You Imminent know, if it's Brewing open right back. now, I'm going to go. I'll see you, Rich. I just had a great line that you just stepped all over. I'm sorry. All right, so we're going to okay. We'll okay. go rewind. Right, sorry hey, about that. Take Forget two. that. <laughs> <laughs> Laura, Derek, I'm sorry. Hallelujah, my brothers and sisters. Imminent Brewing is back. There. No, okay. There, there, there's still rules you got to follow. You have to check in at the bar. <laughs> Someone will see you. You have to wear a mask. And, 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 and you, you know, when you're not sitting at your table, you have to give your contact information. And because the seating is limited, uh, they are asking you that you enjoy yourself, but don't stay more than like an hour or so. Got to share. Yeah. Got, to, got to share you guys. I mean, co-op. Well, what did we learn from watching Sesame Street? Cooperation. Exactly. Exactly. There's a little bit for everyone if everyone shares. So don't right? be like me. Don't be. I'm not cooperating very well. Okay. Now, <laughs> if you can't get a place to sit down, you can still get beer to go. 
Still buy yourself a growler, which is four full pints of beer. You can get a howler, which is about the size of a mason jar. They have a uh, great beer on tap right now. There's the your your beer, the, oh, yeah. the Morning Zoom Chocolate Coffee Stout, the Cannon River Pale Ale, the Dragon Squirrel Juicy IPA, the Holland Hall Blonde Ale, uh, named for the building on the St. Olaf campus where Dan and I spent quite a bit of time in our collegiate years. Yeah. Um, Quick and the Red IPA is back. Uh, and, and, you know, no, do not forget the Long Hall Vanderwall Nordic Strong Ale because... It is the only... Only Nordic strong ale in the world. In the world. In the world. In the world. Actually, I dare say it's probably in the universe. I'll go with that. Yeah. So think about that. I'll Put go that in that. context. Go and I get mean, your you know, uh, growler. In or your... All of the cosmos, people. It's the only place to do it right here in Northfield, right Minnesota. And now yeah, they have I'm this useful. thing called the uh, something called the Missing Link Dark Lager that they just tapped today. Which what the Missing Link Dark Lager? Tell me about it. I don't know anything about you it. You haven't it, tried it yet, but Honestly. it sounds delicious because I'm a big fan of dark lagers. I like man. darks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. Okay. And you know they're still bringing in the food trucks. Uh, so um, you know if you're going to come and get beer, you can still get some really good food too. And you're going to be sitting on the patio now, so you got to eat something, right? So tomorrow on Friday. It's Deep Roots Concessions. Um, Saturday, it's Pizza Night with uh, Cafe Sean. Nice. And on Sunday, the triumphant 2021 imminent debut of <laughs> Uncle B's Last Chance Barbecue Shack. You <laughs> that sounds love, actually really cool. Would, I like that. Uh, that is good food, man. You would love Uncle B's. He's And Brian's a good guy, too. Nice. Great what, food. What day is that again? Uh, that is Sunday. Oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> I might... Because things are afoot, ladies and yes, gentlemen. Yes, things are afoot. Things I might be afoot. here on Sunday. Yeah, maybe. I'm, I'm making it a point. <laughs> I can't wait to hear <laughs> This is so... This is going to go so, so foul. Things are back, and they're open, and they're loosening it up. And if we all behave and follow the rules, it's only going to get better from here. Yeah. Imminent Brewing is open Thursdays and Fridays, 4 to 7. Saturdays and Sundays, 2 to 7. Uh, no waiting list. No reservations. Just show up and get a table. And if there's not a table, sorry, come back later. Okay? All right. As always, all the information you need can be found on the Imminent Brewing website at imminentbrewing.com. Rich is going to say this later, but search them out on Facebook in all seriousness because I get alerts from them. And I've been um, – I clicked like on them a long time ago, and I get the alerts. And, I, man – so I knew everything that you were going to say before you even said it, because well, that's that, how informed you get when you click their their Facebook page and like they do a fantastic. Also, job. because we we have been friends for so long and we've been having this conversation for so long that you know my thoughts before I think. Them. That's that's kind of creepy, isn't it? It is weird. It's yeah. weird. Anyway, hey, you know what's a bad movie? Like a what's, really, what, really, what's a really, really bad movie? Bad movie. Um, there's a lot of them. Um, I remember. Are we talking about Tommy? We are talking about Tommy. <laughs> oh, God. Tommy is a bad it's movie. It's a bad movie. It's a classic album that they made into a... We're, of course, we're talking about the Who's Tommy, about the deaf, dumb, and mute boy. Yeah, not the deaf, Broadway deaf, musical. Mute and blind boy, I should say. Not the, the Broadway musical. I never saw... I, I've seen bits and pieces of it. Yeah. But, I mean, this movie... You got Elton John doing Pinball Wizard in yeah. his full 1975 Elton John mode. It, it does not work. And then at the same time... Um, who else is in that? Eric Clapton doing Eyesight to the Blind. Yes. Yeah. That was atrocious. The whole thing is a disaster. And who told Roger Daltrey that he was like a really good actor? Actually, um, I was reading about this movie today. 
Roger Daltrey did not want to play Tommy in the movie. Well, that ought to tell you something right exactly, there. Exactly, exactly. He was Tommy on stage whenever the band would play this. Yeah. Well, anyway, um, the one really <laughs> good piece of music yeah. in Tommy is Tina Turner yeah. doing the Acid Queen, right? That, And this is where, um, you know, Tina, when she, when she uh, restarted her career, right, she said, I'm leaving R&B behind and I'm going to sing rock and roll, mm. right? And did she? Well, wow. well, this is actually this was actually filmed and recorded uh, while she was still married to Ike. This was before she left him. Um, but this is this is uh, this is actually Tina singing with the Who, right? Well, with mm-hmm. with Keith Moon and Pete Townsend and John Entwistle. Um and man, she is she is you can hear it, you can hear it. She is embracing this. She is singing rock and roll, and she loves it. Oh yeah, you know. Um, so would you would you dare say that this was probably the first time she actually sang authentic rock and roll? Used her authentic rock and roll voice. Do you think that this is probably the first time we really hear that? Oh boy, maybe. I mean, this is. Post, I mean, in, in public. Is, well, this is post. This is post Proud Mary, but they really made Proud Mary an R and B song. Yeah, they did. Um, maybe, maybe, man. Yeah. yeah. I mean, just to put it in that context, because right. there's no doubt about it. This performance, this is a rock. Now, if you go and watch the movie, it yeah. okay. Like, don't it, do that. It's a horrible scene <laughs> because the Acid Queen is this. Uh, uh, drug dealing prostitute and like she's gonna take Tommy and and yep. try to cure him with drugs and sex and all this stuff and and like th- it's this ridiculous situation where here we go yeah they've got she's got an Iron Maiden kind of a thing <laughs> right with instead <laughs> he just he's just he's giddy because I just said the words Iron and Maiden okay <laughs> so and, and and like they've got instead of spikes inside the Iron Maiden it's uh. <laughs> It, it's it's syringes and so they 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 put tommy in this thing and they close it up and then all the plungers on the syringes go down and it opens it back up and of course he's dressed like jesus on the cross yeah. and it's it's so stupid and then they like get these 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 close-up um shots of tina's face where she's supposed to be acting insane and it's embarrassing but she's still singing a great song so we're just gonna roll with this this is tina turner and the who from 1975 with the acid queen Young 
Should be now. This girl will put him right. I'll show him what he could be now. Just give me one more night.
That was It's Only Love, her duet with Brian Adams off of his 1984 album, Reckless. Absolutely love that song, Rich. That guitar solo that takes place there towards the end. There's a, a brief moment, and I, I explained it to you. Yeah, you did. Every you single did. time I listen to it, it, it where the guitar just kind of makes this ding, 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 it reminds me of, imagine a sheet of glass and then glass rods kind of being dropped and hitting the glass in such a way and, and kind of squealing. There's there's just some slight pinch harmonics that gives this image in my mind of that. So I know I'm weird, but that's what I hear. That's what I visualize. My co-host, ladies and gentlemen, and he, uh, I think he experiences music a little stronger than you and me. I'm not 100%. What are you doing? What are you doing? Stop it. Stop it right now. I, 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 stop it. Okay, that's the last Iron Maiden reference I will ever make on this show. That was it. I swear. I'm done. Okay, if you get if you make another reference to that band ever again. What band? What do I get to do? Snuggy. <laughs> <laughs> we'll work it out later. Okay. We'll work it out later. All right. Anyway, um <clears throat> anyhow, that was I I I really love that and the thing about Tina Turner is she's had uh, she's done a lot of really good duets with people. Yeah. Whether it's you know, and you that's, know, that's actually something I wanted to talk about. Yeah, Thank go ahead. So there, I've, like, I've set she, that up. She she was she she did this thing where she she burst back onto the scene and suddenly she was working with everybody. She she worked with Brian Adams. Mm-hmm. She worked with David Bowie. She worked with Eric Clapton. She was making she was singing duets with everybody. She was. It was like it was a little bit like. Like she was a forebear of what's happening today, where you get you know everyone oh, yeah. featuring someone else, and yeah. what well, was always, but it was always you know duet with Tina Turner, yeah. But yeah, like the late eighties, Tina Turner, I think sang. Did she sing with Neil Diamond? Because she sang with everybody else. <laughs> uh, okay. Anyway, so the next up, oh, all right, so. Tommy was a really bad movie. This one wasn't quite as bad, but it's still not a great movie. Not a movie. great movie. Great movie. But uh, Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome, is that what yeah, it was called? Yeah, I think that's yeah. what it was. Yeah. Mad yeah. Max 3. Mad Max 3. Um, Tina was the best part of the whole damn movie. She was. She actually was. And here's the thing. We didn't go with the studio version on this. There's, She did a live album after Break Every Rule yeah. called Tina in Europe, uh, Live in Europe, I think right. is Anyhow, I've always loved this version in particular if we don't need another hero. Sure. And so I had to go with the live version. There's just yep. something about the way her voice well, attacks us live. Starting in uh, the late 80s, she became one of the like two or three top live attractions in the world. I mean, it was Springsteen and Prince and Tina. Mm-hmm. That was what it was. I mean, you know, every now and then the Stones would go on tour and they'd make everyone lose their minds. But but consistently, <laughs> you, 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 for 10, 15 years, maybe, maybe 20 years, you go and you go look at the, 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 the grosses. Uh, oh, yeah. What, she what, was what tours were grossing every year? Like her last tour in 2009 grossed $85 million. Yeah. And it was like, it was like 22 dates. Yeah. Pretty good. Way to go, Tina. And then never mind the T-shirt sales and all this stuff because that really yeah. is rock and roll. Well, that, that's, you, I mean, that's what, the whole purpose. My man, my man from Drive By Truckers always says, "I'm not in the rock and roll business. I'm in the T-shirt business." Yep, yep, yep. Okay. Anyway, um, so this is from 1980. I think this is 88, 89. Yeah, this is Tina Turner live in Europe with uh, "We Don't Need Another Hero" right here on 95.1 KYMN. 
That was Tina Turner from a live album called Tina. Uh, and that was, of course, uh, her classic, classic uh, song, River Deep Mountain High. A song, actually, we just... Um, we just played a couple of weeks ago <laughs> on, on, on the weekly list when we did the uh, the uh, the show. You, you you talk about guys who are just egregious pigs, right? Yeah. Uh, well, there's Ike Turner, and then there's Phil Spector. We're just really hitting on all cylinders here. Yeah, we really are. You know, well, you know, uh, yeah. Tino wasn't surrounded by a lot of great great uh, guys but there's a cd underbelly to rock and roll i'm starting to think maybe this think? isn't this isn't such a pure happy uh no, no you know no up with people kind of uh music industry after all it seems like but <laughs> river deep mountain high is a great it's a great song. song it's a great song and tina you does know, it tina does it so well you, as, we had it we had to put it on there as my but, daughter always says hate the jerk respect the work there it is right thank there. you leading thank you yeah. very kindly so, um, folks, that's just going to about do it for this here edition of the weekly list. If you like the show and you want to hear more, you can go to our, uh, uh, our program page on the KYMN website at kymnradio.net. Look for us under the weekly list. Click on that, and I've got all of the old shows uh, archived right there for you. Soon, I don't know exactly when, but soon you will be able to podcast this show, wow. which is kind of exciting. Um, and uh, you can also find us on Facebook under the weekly list where I post every new show every Friday morning. While you're on Facebook, please go like the KYMN Facebook page uh, and also go like the Imminent Brewing Facebook page. Absolutely, because here's the thing. What, what was the new beer that just you haven't even tasted it yet that's going to be the, uh, the Missing Link Dark yes, Lager? The, you know, hey, Wow. So you want to be the first person to understand this, especially, you know, and know that it's coming out, especially now when it's starting to open up and mm-hmm. the porch is out there. I'm going to tell you straight up, ladies and gentlemen, and everybody who's listening, when they introduce something, I'm on the Facebook page. Mm-hmm. I hear about it. Mm-hmm. I'm down here. Mm-hmm. I will beat you into imminent brewing and I will have it, you know, and you know how rich you and I get. It, it won't last very long. Thanks to us. Yeah, no. Well, there it is, because we, we've got such a following. Anyway, so we... No, we, I meant you and I, just in and of ourselves, oh, well, yeah, enjoying that's, the... That's true. Uh, that's true. That's absolutely Have we ever drank true. a brewery dry yet? We've tried. We've tried. Yeah. We've tried. Well, college dry. Yeah, well... <laughs> so uh, we we started off talking about a movie that was really crappy, and then we go to a movie that was kind of okay, and now we talk about a movie that actually was really good. Yeah, Angela Bassett as Tina, Tina Turner. Turner. Yeah. Was, she was amazing. I actually just watched this in preparation for the show. Uh, I just watched this movie the other day. And uh, I, I don't think I had seen it since it was in the theaters. Okay. Is it on like Netflix or? I, uh, you know what? I, I, pulled, did you buy? I pulled it off of uh, Amazon. Okay. Yeah, it's four bucks to, to oh, rent it. Yeah. Well, yeah. money well oh, yeah. spent. If you yeah, haven't yeah. seen it, and if this show has even remotely piqued your interest, rent it it can be tough to watch it is tough uh, to watch. The, the the scenes where where ike is going at tina are brutal yeah they're brutal and i i think about lawrence fishburne who played ike, played ike Turner, it, and fantastic actor he's lawrence a fantastic fishburne. actor i've loved him ever since boys in the hood um but at the same time i i think about that was a pretty courageous role for yeah, was. for him to do. It I mean, because was. this is a detestable person, and, and you know, and there's a thing to well, I, I don't want to get too deep into this, but there's yeah. a thing for for um, an African American man to play 
an African-American villain. And a lot of guys don't want to do that. And it's just, yeah. Anyway. He's a bold actor. Yeah, he is. He is. And he's, he's, he, he's, he's great. He's great. So, um, okay. So, so this, this next song then is the one song that Tina actually recorded for, uh, what's love got to do with it. And it's, it's another, I will, I will, I will <laughs> own this. It's another sort of adult contemporary sappy love song thing. However, and even it, it is a breakup song, right? But um, there's something about this song, and maybe it was just because it was at the uh, the end credits mm-hmm. of the movie, or there's also something about it. it's it's sort of a the tone of it. It's a breakup song, but it's sort of a resigned, almost sentimental. We're breaking up, kind of a thing. To me, this feels like Tina Turner's happy ending. Yeah, a you new know? beginning. All right. Well, hey, because really, that's the movie. Um, without going too much, it's it's not going to be the story so much what happens from '85 onward. No, it's it's a lead no, up to it, no, and it's exactly. and you in watching that movie, you really get a sense of the strength of this woman, and also in her autobiography, I Tina. Mm, yeah, co-written by Kurt, uh, Kurt Loder, a Kurt guy Loder, that you I mean, and I both respect very much. Yeah, yeah. I mean, longtime writer for Rolling Stone, really a th- harrowing read. Yeah, and also. <laughs> Uh, Angela Bassett's biceps. Yeah. Man. Okay, so now I can't mess with Tina Turner, and I certainly can't mess with Angela Bassett, and I'm fine with this. I'm good, you know? Okay, cool. So, folks, uh, thanks. Thanks for listening. Thanks, Danny. As always, Rich, this is a joy. I mean, and I know that we didn't play the song, but I just want to say, Tina Turner, you are simply the best. Yeah. What more can I say than that? Absolutely. Exactly. So, but this is... Uh, I don't want to fight from 1993, 1994, something like that. Anyway, thanks for listening, everybody, and we will talk to you guys again next week. Bye. Peace.
Thanks for listening to this KYMN radio podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast or found it interesting, consider leaving us a review and sharing this podcast on social media. You can find more podcasts like it on our website, kymnradio.net, or wherever you get your podcasts, simply by searching the KYMN Radio Podcast. And of course, you can listen to us live on 95.1 FM, 1080 AM, and on our website. KYMN is your home for real radio, true variety. 